That song fits perfectly for what we're going to talk about today. The triumphant entry. The first steps that Jesus took that last week of his life. Starting in Jerusalem and ending on Calvary. We'll talk about the crucifixion, the burial, and the erection. And I'm sure we'll hear a lot more of that next week from Adel. So this, as, as Sung said, is a huge week for Christians. It's a wonderful week. We can, we can think about this every day of our lives. It's such a blessing. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this, this Palm Sunday. What, it's such a meaningful, meaningful day to us as, as we study it. Your triumphant entry into Jerusalem. We, we thank you for this word, Lord. We pray it just touches hearts. And you would just bless it. And we thank you for Taylor's beautiful song. In Jesus' name, amen. The triumphant entry is covered in all four Gospels. And today I'm going to center on Matthew. Um, In Matthew 20, Jesus, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem with his disciples. And he, he was preparing them for future events. He told them for the third time of his upcoming death, his arrest, and everything that marked the beginning of his passion time of suffering, the flogging, the beatings, the crucifixion, and his resurrection on the third day. Jesus was resolute in completing this. He offered up his life as an offering as a sacrifice for our sins. He was ready for it. He would not be denied. Nothing was going to stop him for dying for sinners and rising again on the third day and returning to heaven to reign. He had to take this cup, as he described it in the Last Supper, and he mentioned it again on the road to Emmaus to the two in Luke 24 26, it says, Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? It was reminding them of the events that had just transpired. So here is the story. We'll start, I'm going to cover Matthew 21, 1 through 11, with some other verses interspersed. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, On the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there, and with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king come to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. That fulfilled a prophecy written hundreds of years before. Zechariah 9.9 Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. 
what Jesus says in Scripture, what's in the Bible, comes true every time. And that's just two examples of that. Now down to verse 6. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and placed their cloaks on them for Jesus to sit on. This was no ordinary donkey. In the book of Mark, Jesus told, had told them, this donkey had never been ridden before. Try that sometime. You'll get thrown off, kicked, bucked, and totally resisted. But Jesus was in complete control of this animal and everything that was going on around him. There was no mention of any bucking or resisting as Jesus rode him down the path. The donkey on which he was <clears throat> on which he rode was humbler to him than the people he came to save. That's from uh, Mr. Ironside. It's true. And Jesus, I was thinking, he entered the same manner into Jerusalem to leave the earth in the same way he came to earth, on a lowly and a lonely manger around the animals. And he rode into Jerusalem on a lowly animal. Next time he comes back, he'll come back in glory. Amen. Down to verse 8. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. In those days, the crowd putting the palm leaves on the road, that was only done for royalty, which Jesus was certainly deserved of. And they put their cloaks down, too, for the Lord. The disciples, they probably had nothing except maybe this cloak. So they freely gave it up and put it on the road and on the animals. And the crowd that went ahead of them in verse 9, and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Amen. That word Hosanna means to save now. The people were anticipating the Messiah, the king, since they were suffering. They were hoping they would free, he would free them from the Roman rule and all the oppression. And they would be free to live a different life, get away from that hand of the severe uh, Romans. They thought he was going to be a temporary worldly deliverer. But that's not the purpose that Jesus had in mind. Christ, the King of Kings, did much more than that. Here is a big moment. He revealed himself as the true Messiah, the promised Messiah that was fulfilled. He did come to save, but not to save the Jewish race from the Romans, but to save and offer personal salvation to all of us. The crowd, and again in scripture, as so often happens, the little ones sang, Hosanna to the son of David, another name for the Messiah. The kids were always referred to beautifully in scripture. Then this is another fulfillment of prophecy, which was written in Psalm 118, where it says, 
Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So by Jesus coming down this path that day, it fulfilled the prophecy written in Psalm 118. And from the children, which is beautiful. The people that should have known this, because they studied, studied the scriptures and they thought they knew everything. They thought they were better than everyone else. The Pharisees, the chief priests, and the scribes, they were incensed at this. So much they re- that they rejected Jesus as the Messiah and commanded him <clears throat> to rebuke them, the crowd. They considered Caesar as their king, not the king of kings. They were probably jealous and envious of Jesus as well. And they were worried. It all began here. They were worried if Jesus' popularity grew, the Romans would take away their temple and their nation. But Jesus, I love how he, he, put, uh, he put them in their place. He quoted again about the infants in Psalms 8-2 from the NASB on this one. From the mouth of infants and nursing babies, you have established strength because of your enemies to do away with the enemy and the revengeful. So Jesus is even fulfilling more prophecy by quoting from the Psalms. He came, the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost, not just the people of the Jewish race, for all of us. Out of the mouths of infant and nursing babies, that is just beautiful. This also showed that the children had been well taught of the things of God, more than the, the experts, the scribes and the Pharisees. They'd, if, they, if they heard this, they didn't think it was important, but it was way more important as Jesus praised them by singing that, that tune. He refused to be silent. He told them, I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Well, stones can't talk, of course, but in other words, Jesus was not going to silence him because he was praising him and he was saying, he was magnifying the moment by saying, these stones will cry out. Down at verse 10, it says, when Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, who is this? The crowds answered, this is Jesus, the prophet from Nazarene, Nazareth in Galilee. And that, that saying that I've repeated twice, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. It was said in Psalms. It was said on this day. And he later says in Matthew, he repeats it again. And we know it's going to come true. What he says comes true. He said it one more time in Matthew 23. He tells the crowd, You will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And this is at the second coming. And it's going to be with glory this time. What a day that will be. And this was offered to the believing portion of the Jews where a certain group of them, a number of them, gets gets a second chance. But... Only they get a second chance. People who have not been saved by them, they are doomed. 
So it's a good thing to think about today. We want to get all want to get saved if nobody is saved in here. <clears throat> so we're celebrating today this this Palm Sunday. The crowd celebrated and worshipped Jesus, the Messiah, the King of Kings, and sung praises. They lined the paths with palm leaves, which signified at the time victory and triumph. And right after that, he went to the temple. And he righteously, in, in anger, with righteous anger, turned over the tables of several currency traders. They were selling live animals for sacrifice. They basically turned that temple into a flea market. They were changing money, selling things, just totally desecrated it. At the same time, the blind and the lame came to Jesus and he healed them. He never stops healing people. Remember when he was going, I think, to Jerusalem again and he stopped at the Bethesda pool and he if he, he, he healed people there and he healed people's today, people today. Again, the, the bureaucrats, the religious leaders took notice of this. Amazing. He's healing people, saving people, and they're upset because who are you to be doing this? He was speaking with authority. Again, they took offense to this. And he saw the crowds that he was attracting. Jesus was rocking their boat. And here the seeds were planted for his eventual arrest and crucifixion. They allowed using the temple as a flea market because it fed their pocketbooks. I'm sure they were taking a portion out of the, the prophets, yet ignored the compassion, love, and grace displayed by Jesus. How fickle we can be. We could have been doing the same thing they did. We could have been singing the songs and they, they flipped over like that. Shortly thereafter, the crowds that sung praises on his triumphant entry, they changed their tune. They were chanting, crucify him, crucify him, after they realized he was not there just to free him from the Romans. He was there to free them for eternity but they would rather have the temporary freedom from oppression. And as Sung said beautifully, today is a huge day for Christians. Think about it. If there's no Palm Sunday, there would be no Easter, no crucifixion, no bloodshed for remission and reconciliation of our sins, no resurrection. We couldn't have that first, oh, death, where is your sting? Because that's where he defeated Satan, and we'll hear all about it and look forward to it next week on the Easter message. <clears throat> and he reigns in heaven today at the right hand of the Father. That's why Gloria played and we sung the doxology and we sing it every remembrance service. I remember at the, uh, the camp Dean was talking about, I also went to that camp and later there worked for a few years, as others have in, in this room today. We used to sing that doxology before every dinner, I think, the people that worked there, and it was just beautiful. We will never tire of it, and the line I like, all of it, is praise him above the heavenly host. You look at Mohammed, all these Confucius, any other religious leader, 
They're not above. Only Jesus can get that title, praise him above. And amen to that. And just a couple little bullet points I made about that week. Uh, Look at the disciples. They obeyed Jesus. Everything he said to do, they did. And not having much possessions, they put their cloaks down on the ground, on the animals for him. They were completely obedient. And think about the animal owner. Somehow this was... It was talked about in Mark as well. The owner asked in Mark, what are you doing to the animal? Why are you untying him? And he said, the Lord needs it. And he, he didn't say a word. He freely gave it up. That's, that's beautiful. That's probably a prized possession at the time to have those animals. Yet he, 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 didn't, he didn't reject. He, didn't, he let them have that freely. As Sylvia said in many messages, the Lord needs us to serve him and do things. And that's what this um, animal owner did at the time. And it shows that Jesus does the Lord's will despite the opposition. He did not tolerate the desecration of his temple. Even And even going down the path that would lead him to his crucifixion, he continued to heal the blind and the lame. He did not go along with the people saying, uh, silence, don't say that anymore. He kept talking and he said, this, if I don't talk and if the kids don't talk, the stones will cry out. And... When the going gets tough, as, it, as we know it does, the last two years has been tough for everybody. And do we stay loyal to him as he stayed loyal to the Father? Or do we bail out and wax cold with the lack of fellowship over the last two years? We see more, much more empty seats than we had when we started this uh, COVID, some people may have faded and bailed, but praise God, we're here today. We're going to stay loyal to him, and we're not going to bail or wax cold. And with all the sacrifices Jesus made, what are we sacrificing for him, which is important? He came up that path on the palms King of kings and Lord of lords. Is he truly the king of kings in our hearts? We say that. We sing it. It's beautiful songs. But is he sharing that, that post with other things in our lives? He should be right on, right on top. We shouldn't share him with anything, any other person or any other thing, any other hobby or anything like that. So... After I pray, there's a song in the uh, Red Book. It's called All Glory, Laud, and Honor. And Dean's going to lead us in that. Um, So I'm thankful today of this triumphant entry. And I look forward to the rest of the week and and Easter. And we can be joyful about this every day of the year. Sometimes you just see people come on Christmas and Easter. But we can have joy every single day. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, I praise you for this 
this word, Lord, what a beautiful thing you did for us. Uh, coming to Jerusalem on a lowly animal, taking the insults, um, healing people as other people were plotting and conspiring to kill you. Nothing stopped you from your mission. We praise you. We pray for those who couldn't make it today. Um, And we just thank you for everything you do for us, Lord. May we just continue to honor you. In Jesus' name, amen.